Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Making Meaningful Income podcast. All right, welcome. If you're just getting here for the first time, you've never been here. I am Andrew. That's my name. I'm a life coach. And this podcast is pretty much just a general life coaching podcast to help you become the person you want to become. So it's called Making Meaningful Income. I do help people create businesses. And a lot of the people that I help do decide at some point, you know, through becoming the best version of themselves that they want to start making their own money. So that is a huge thing to me. I think it's one of the last stages of evolution that we have as human beings is like learning how to make money doing something we actually care about, but that's okay. If that's not what you're into, that's all right. It's a general life coaching podcast. Like if you have relationship issues, if you have any issues at all, vaping issues, like, well, actually I have a separate podcast for that. So if you have vaping issues, you want to quit vaping. I have a podcast called the quit vaping podcast. Check it out. It's great. Um, they're little short episodes like this and they're digestible. But if you have any problems in your life or you just kind of want to get into the world of life coaching, this podcast will be here for you. And today is one of the episodes where no matter if you're trying to lose weight or make money or uh, stop vaping or stop drinking or you want to just like set goals for yourself or find purpose or passion, like this is the skill that I teach. It's my foundational skill that's going to change your life. So today we're talking about beliefs that serve. Now, before I get into that, (laughs) I was listening to a Britney Spears song. I don't know why. I don't know if you guys have this, but like. Last year, for some reason, I got really into Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus. I don't know what would happen. Like, I, you know, I loved her. I wanted to be her when I was 13. So that's always been a slight obsession. But for some reason, like every year, as I pay attention to like the music I listen to, I go into like these decades. Two years ago, it was like grunge rock punk from like the early 2000s where they talk like that. Tonight, it's going to be the night. Like that, that kind of accent. Um, and then this year, for some reason, it's Britney Spears. So here we are. I don't understand it. I was never a Britney fan, but now I am. And have you ever listened to a song before for years? And you know the song, you like the song, and then you hear it again and you actually listen to the lyrics. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> so I was listening to a Britney Spears song. It was, uh, if you seek Amy, if you seek Amy, it's supposed to spell like F U C K me pretty much. But she's like, love me, hate me, say what you want about me. And all the boys and all the girls are begging if you seek Amy. So I just think it's funny. I love that lyric. I'd never heard it before. I'd never really consciously heard it. So it's always so funny to see that our subconscious brain's always working. Like, I like that song. I'm sure that I liked it because of the lyrics. I just didn't know I liked it because like, there's no way that I like that song just because of the beat, right? Maybe, I guess. But I think that the subconscious is always working. And that kind of ties into our episode on beliefs today. So this is what I want to tell you. I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before. And if it's not, this is tragic. You get to believe whatever you want. Now, I'm going to repeat this again because I don't know if you understood me. You get to believe whatever you want. And the only consequences from your belief is what it actually does to you personally. And what that means is if you know me, if you've done coaching with me, if you've heard me speak on other episodes, you'll know that I teach the self-coaching model from the Life Coach School. And the self-coaching model is just a fancy tool (laughs) that shows you exactly how your brain's working. It says that your circumstances, the things outside of your control don't matter. The only thing that matters is what you decide to believe about your circumstances and what you decide to believe becomes the emotions in your body. So your thoughts or your beliefs, create emotions in your body. From emotion, you take all of your action or inaction, and your actions and inactions create your results. So you don't need to do anything circumstantial outside of your control to create the life that you want. That's the best news anyone could ever tell you, ever. It's not just good news. It's the best news. 
So I used to work in a psychiatric hospital and one of the like things that the staff says to new coming staff and all this is like, you know, if patients are experiencing delusions, which is like a disconnect from reality or beliefs that aren't like real, I guess, quote unquote real, uh, we're not supposed to buy into it. And as a life coach, I give the complete opposite advice. It's like, I want you to just pick apart everything in your life and decide what you want to believe about what your future is going to look like and who you want to be. That's it. Like you just get to decide. I don't care if you have proof for it. We're going to choose beliefs that serve your life and the person you want to become. And this is the foundational work that if you work with a life coach is pretty much the main work we're going to do over and over again. Because as you can see, your beliefs create your emotions, which drive your actions, which do indeed become your results, independent of the things outside of your control. Your beliefs are all you need to know about, to change, to create the life that you want. And every self-help book in the world pretty much says this, by the way. I don't know if you've read Think and Grow Rich. The entire book is called Think and Grow Rich. Literally change your beliefs and grow rich. You just believe that you can do it and you find a way to do it and then you take action because of the belief. Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich, he starts the book by saying, there is a thinking stuff to which all substances are made. There is a thinking stuff. That's how he starts the book. If you look at Joe Dispenza's work, he says that your thoughts create your emotions, which literally drive your actions and you manifest things. And he goes into like the science, like the quantum realm. I have goosebumps talking about this. If you look at Jen Sincero's work as a self-help artist, she says that your um, beliefs, the energy that you put out through your mind, which creates your emotions is what drives your actions and creates your results. If you look at Brooke Castillo, you know, she has the model thoughts, create feelings, which drive your actions, create results. If you look at Tony Robbins, he has neuro-linguistic programming, right? Your thoughts, become your results. What you decide to say to yourself in your head, the inner monologue in your head does indeed become who you are in the future, which says who you're going to become, right? Byron Katie. Byron Katie says that your thoughts are everything and that suffering is caused by all thoughts or all suffering is caused by thinking and all that we need to do is align our thinking with reality, not to suffer. She says that it's all about thoughts, right? That her whole work is called, um, it's called the work. And she asks four questions and it's all geared at having you question a thought that isn't serving you. All right. I could probably go on with like 10 more people to be honest with you. I could, I'm sure I could find more people that I love. I like have a whole bookshelf behind me that I'm very tempted to turn around and look at, but I think that I've made the point. (laughs) So look up any of them. That's all for you. It's the things that we decide to think and believe about our life is what creates the life that we have for the future. That's it. That's it. It does not matter what your circumstances look like, what your past looks like. The whole work I'm doing with clients now is we're show, I'm showing you that your beliefs are optional. I'm showing you how your beliefs affect your reality. And then we're going to have you redetermine what you want to believe about your life that serves you. Now, some of the most awesome work that I've done with clients in the past and that I'm currently taking some clients through right now is like redefining what your past looks like to yourself. So what we do is like I teach them these tools of how to actually analyze your thinking. And then we look at your past belief systems about your past with the present lens with this tool. So what you're doing is like you're literally changing the past or at least your representation of the past, which (laughs) that is what the past is, right? It's just our representation of the past is all that exists. So when we change our representation, what we think about the past, we literally change the past. That's how strong this work is. And when you can change the past, what I recommend is you choose things that serve you. So one of the examples I always use is my parents lost their house in 2000. I believe it was 2007. I think I talked about this in the last episode a little bit. I can't remember. I have two podcasts and I just talked about this on something, but they lost their house pretty much. And I get to make it mean something bad or good. And for the longest time, it made it mean something bad. I should have more money. We shouldn't have lost our house. Wow, 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 wow. And now it's like, no, no, no. I'd redefine that to myself. That was the perfect thing to happen at the time because it taught me how to be conscious about money, how to not be a spoiled brat, how to work for the things I wanted. And guess what? I love the life I've created today because of the lessons that that event taught me. 
And you can do this with anything. And I want to offer, like, people look at their past and they want to feel bad about it. They, they feel justified, but it doesn't serve you. Like, even if something horrible happened, let's say you were assaulted, sexually assaulted, raped, like something horrible happened, right, that we would classify as bad. If you can look at it today with the present lens and make it mean something that serves you, that's only ever going to benefit you. Now, there's some things I want to mention here. As a life coach, I'm not doing like unhealed trauma work. I don't feel comfortable doing unhealed trauma. And that means that if you have a physical reaction, you can't even talk about it, then I really think you should go to the clinical world and get therapy with someone with a license. But the kind of trauma and work that I do as a life coach is stuff that has been understood so it's at least processed, but it's still making us feel weak. And the reason why we feel weak because of things that happen to us is because of how we're thinking about it. So as long as the trauma is processed, I'm very comfortable talking to you about it and having you reshape it to mean something powerful. And it's like, how do you make rape into something powerful for yourself? Well, it's like you got through it. Who'd you become because of that experience? How, how is it benefiting you because you went through that? And I do have clients who have had that happen to them. Obviously, I wouldn't wish it on them, but because it did happen and they can't change it, it's a circumstance, the only place we can go is by changing what it means to us now. And that's the only work that matters. If you can look at every event that's ever happened to you and you can choose to believe something that serves you in your life about it, even if it's not positive, just something that serves you, then you can change your results. You can change who you are as a human being. You can change literally who you are going to be and who you're on trajectory to become. This is such cool work. Now, one of the things that I have done also, and one of the things that we're doing is like, I have a, you know, I mentioned I have a quit vaping podcast. And one of the things that I did when I quit vaping, the main thing is I just questioned all my beliefs about vaping. So like, if you have an action in your life that you're taking or a result that you don't want or a relationship, you're not sure if you're happy in, like question everything you believe about the relationship or that habit or anything. I did this with vaping and I was able to actually get to the root of my belief systems about vaping, which is things like, it helps with stress. It helps with anxiety. Um, it makes me feel good. And when I was actually able to question that from a logical adult perspective with the coaching tools that I have, I actually found that none of that stuff was true. Like none of that shit was true at all. I was told growing up when I was too young to do this work and to question my beliefs, I was told that nicotine is important. And I was told this obviously like not, not always explicitly from watching my parents' actions, but I actually was told this explicitly too. Like my dad would go outside after a meal and he would smoke a cigarette in the winter. Um, he would smoke in the house while he cooked. Like he would just smoke everywhere. It was always something that had to be um, done. And I got the message growing up that that was really important. It must be really good. And whether or not all the health stuff exists, it must be so good that my dad knows he's probably going to die from this, but he's still doing it. It must be really good. That's all the message I got. My dad still smokes. My dad has never questioned what he believes about nicotine. If he questioned it and he learned how to process his emotions, I promise you he wouldn't be a smoker anymore, but he doesn't want to do that work. So what he does is he goes on these little dramatic rants where he quits with willpower. He hates himself through the whole process. He doesn't feel his emotions. He resists. He eats a ton of food over it. And then eventually he gives in because he's quitting the wrong way. He's not analyzing what he believes. He doesn't have beliefs that serve him in his life. So that's what this work is all about. It's like, you get to believe whatever you want. And my question to anyone who's skeptical about that is like, why not? Why not just imagine that that might be true and just try it out? If What if there was some event that happened that you don't like that happened and you just found a way to make it something that doesn't hurt you, make you feel angry, make you feel resentful? Why not try that? You have nothing to lose. And I promise you, you have everything to gain. When you can start to develop the skill of questioning what you believe about life and choosing beliefs that serve the life that you want to live, your whole legacy will change. It's not just about you. It's about every single person you interact with. It's about every single action that you take or don't take. It's about every emotion that you decide to experience in your body. Everything changes when you develop this skill. It is the most important skill set you can ever learn. When I was looking into 
starting a business and going after my career, this was like a 10 year battle with myself because I wanted to do something that was enjoyable to me. That was also super meaningful. And I found things that were relatively enjoyable, but I never landed on the meaning. And I decided ultimately that I was just going to go for the meaning and I would make that enjoyable. And I thought to myself, what's the most meaningful thing I could possibly do? And I thought mental health. So that's why I ended up going into the psychiatric hospital work. That's why I got the psych degree. And that's not where I found my meaning. It was in this coaching work where I learned how to question what I believe about life, where all the meaning in my life came from, because I realized how amazing and impactful this work can be. So I believe in this so deeply. I choose to live in this work too, so deeply and on such a like core being level that I just can't even believe that we're not teaching this to everyone. Like it is my life's mission to show you that your beliefs are going to create results and that you get to choose what you want to believe. Uh, one of the spiritual, I think it's Byron Katie says that you can imagine your beliefs, like your mind, like a projector, right? And often people want to blame the world is being wrong or different, or they want to blame things outside of themselves for the results they have. But when you can actually see it, right, when you clean off the lens of the projector, the world becomes so beautiful. So it's not that the world is ugly or broken or damaged or that you can't have what you want. Your lens is broken. That's the problem. You fix the lens, you fix the beliefs that you see the world through, and then you see how beautiful the world is. I choose to believe that everything happens exactly as it's supposed to. That belief just doesn't hurt me. It can't hurt me to believe that because in every situation, if it's good or bad, I choose to believe it's perfect and it happened for me. And then I just win every single, like you just get to win in life all the time, even if things don't go how you expected or wanted them to go. Because I get to believe that even if it didn't go how I expected or wanted it, this happened for me. And then I get to find proof for that because I believe things happen for me. I find proof to prove it right. And you can always find proof for and against any belief. Literally, you can like literally you can find my friend is colorblind. When I look at trees and say that's green, sometimes he says that's red. And I could see that he's right and he could see that I'm right. You can find proof to believe anything that you want and you can find proof against any belief that you have. So why not just choose to believe things that only help you? Well, you totally can with this work. And today's episode is not to like change all of your beliefs. I just want to show you that this is the most powerful work that you can do. And it's going to be amazing. Like when you find a belief that you have had for years and you find the emotion, the suffering it's creating, and you can just like literally logic your way out of believing that and the suffering just dissipates, you're going to see how powerful this work is. So find something that's like really creating a lot of negative emotion in your body that's done it for years, right? Like find something that's really good, like really juicy. Something that's creating like resentment or hatred and question the thought that's creating that emotion, question it from a completely neutral place, from a place of curiosity, not shame or judgment, not trying to prove it wrong. Just question it logically. Like when I question the beliefs that aren't serving me, I'm not doing it to try to like convince myself of something I don't want to believe. It's like when I questioned my beliefs about nicotine, I found that there was nothing enjoyable about it. Even when I used nicotine, it looked very different than the other things I actually enjoy in my life. I always use the example, like I love rollerblading. I genuinely love rollerblading. Like I get on the music, I get on the socks. Every part of that is filled with positive emotion. At the end, I feel better about myself. Now, when it was nicotine, it was completely the opposite effect. I was completely like strung out. I had these cravings. The only positive emotion I got was relief. And the negative emotions I got were shame, anxiety, fear, self-disgust, like a lot of negative. So when you can just look at the actions you're taking, the feelings in your body in question, the beliefs that are leading you to take those actions, you can like literally ration your way into becoming the person you want. This work is amazing. Do I believe that there's some woo-woo element of it? Yes, I totally do. And I don't want to explain that away about how your beliefs affect reality. But at the same time, I can rationally show you how your beliefs are creating results. And we can rationally use the life coaching tools that are super pragmatic to question what you believe and change the life that you want. Like, I love this work. I have a client now that 
Um, maybe he'll know I'm talking about him, but he's very rational and he has all these amazing questions. And I love it so much because we've had this like deep conversations and I just love to be able to rationally explain how to change your life with very practical tools. That's why I'm a life coach. It's amazing. So if you want to change your life, this is the first thing to understand about life is that your thoughts are optional and you can actually choose what you want to believe. It's the best work you'll ever do. It's the most exciting work you'll ever do. It's the most rewarding work you will ever do because your beliefs change your whole life. Thank you so much for being here. I loved this episode. Listen to it all the time. Like feel my energy doing this. This is such an awesome thing for me to do. I just love this work. It is the most important thing. And I don't think anybody else can convince me otherwise. Have a fantastic day. If you want to try though, leave it in the comments. Like convince me. Convince me there's something more important than belief work. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me where you can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.